Welcome to A Word from the Valley, a weekly podcast produced for you from Zion Lutheran Church in Middletown, Maryland. For more information about our faith community and our weekly worship services, visit us at zionmiddletown.org or find us on Facebook. We hope you have a great week, and God bless. Jesus Christ, let the church say amen. amen. Golly, this is a sleepy church today. I am working hard. I get up a lot earlier than you do to get here. I know some of you get up earlier to do some things before you get here. But let the church say amen. amen. Let them say it like they mean it. Amen. amen. Today is Trinity Sunday, so that means we hear today the only verse in the Bible where Jesus refers to God, where Jesus names God as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The writers of the epistles, they, they name God as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, but there is one single verse in Matthew where Jesus sends us to go into the world to make disciples and names God as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Martin Luther once said, to try to deny the Trinity endangers your salvation. To try to understand it endangers your sanity. And so maybe instead of getting caught up in trying to explain the Trinity to you today, perhaps we should embrace the other part of this day. And that is that today is Great Commission Sunday. I mean, last week was Pentecost when the Holy Spirit arrived with a whoosh and with fire and gave birth to the church. It makes sense that as we gather here this next Sunday, today, a week later, that the church should receive its marching orders from Jesus himself. Because the words of our gospel today form the mission of the church. Go into the world, make disciples of all the people, baptize all of them, and teach them everything I've taught you. It's a pretty inclusive commandment. And just because the church has struggled for centuries to actually fulfill the all-encompassing nature of this mission doesn't mean that we should ignore it. Now, sometimes we're tempted to focus on the go part, the go part of Christ's words. Get off your duff. Get moving. Get out there. Introduce people to Jesus. But you'll be surprised to know that in our scripture today, go is not the main verb. Making disciples. That is the imperative of our scripture today. The going, the baptizing, the teaching, these are all elements of disciple-making, but making disciples is the primary task that Jesus gives to the church. And making disciples doesn't mean coercing people or forcing them into some sort of right belief, but rather, in our words and deeds, modeling a faithful trust in the faithfulness of our triune God. When Jesus says, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth, he's talking about the authority that comes from God, our Father, but also the belief, the faith that is kindled in each of us 
through the power of the Spirit. And I think that heavenly and earthly authority is the key to the Great Commission's power because it answers a question that all of us ask. Whom can you trust? Whom can you trust? In this day and age where it's hard to know what we can trust or what we can believe, whom can we trust? Who will tell you the truth without shading it? Who will lead you in a way that is just and merciful at the same time? Who will have your best interests at heart? Who will stand for you when no one else will? Who will keep you safe from harm, seek your good, and love you no matter what? Whom can you trust? The scripture tells us that the disciples were asking themselves those same questions. And we got that clue from the way our gospel reading began this morning. Those first words that are so easy to skip over. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. The disciples. The ones who knew Jesus best. Who lived and worked alongside him. Who became a community together. These disciples, some of them doubted. Or maybe all of them doubted to some extent. But either way, worship and doubt are inextricably linked here. They worshipped and some of them doubted and they weren't sure if they could trust the one that they were worshipping, but they worshipped anyway. And I think that Matthew raises that in our gospel reading to remind us, to encourage us, that when our own faith is too small to live out the gospel, when our doubts get the better of us, we're not alone. We're not alone when it comes to wondering whom can we trust. Even the closest followers of Jesus had their moments where they were just not sure. Even our doubts are an integral part of our faith. Someone once said that the opposite of faith is not doubt or fear, the opposite of faith is certainty. You see, when we are certain of something, we don't really need faith. When we're sure in our own minds, we really don't need to trust anyone else. But the doubt that our scripture speaks of today, doubt makes us vulnerable to grace. Doubt opens us to the possibility that there is someone that we can trust. And trusting in the face of of our doubts is what faith really means. Trusting in the face of our doubts is what following Jesus really means. Helping others to trust Jesus in the face of their own doubts, that's making disciples. 
And making disciples of Jesus Christ is not something that you or I do under our own authority. It is something that we do together as the Spirit leads and guides us as a community and sends us out to be the people of God, the body of Christ, alive in the world. And so when in this dog-eat-dog world, this partisan, divided world, we're not sure where to place our trust, we come to this place. Not to find out what the pastor thinks, but to listen for what God says. To be nourished by the word and fed at God's table. And we come with faith, hope, and love in the, in the trust of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So that we might be renewed and recharged to be about this work that God has entrusted to us. Of assuring faith from one generation to the next. If you think it sounded scary when Bobby invited you to join the handbell group, the idea of making disciples might seem scarier yet. But it is a gift and trust that has been invested in us by Christ Himself. And we're not alone. In our doubts and our fears. In fact, we derive our strength together from this precious promise of today's scripture. And remember, I am with you always. In all ways, Jesus promises. I am with you always and in all ways, even to the end of the age. So friends, let us go. Let us go together. Let us go and make disciples. Going, baptizing, and teaching. Together, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.